Hello, everyone. Welcome to Art of Redemption, a podcast with individuals working in the arena of supporting others who are developing their own redemption story and conversations with those who have successfully made the transition from incarceration. I'm your host, Buck Adams. In this second episode, I'm continuing my conversation with former Miss Colorado Stacy Puka, who is now the CEO of Defy Colorado, formerly Defy Ventures. I first met Stacy in prison. What's what's on the radar? What's next for you and for Defy? What, what, I know I've heard some big plans. And <laughs> I'm excited to potentially be part of those big plans, but just kind of give people what, what, what's Defy gearing up to now that yeah. we actually have people coming out. Yeah. That was the first one to come out mm-hmm. by probably six months prior to anybody yeah. else or yeah. close to about the same time that's done this. And now we've got a little cohort that's meeting monthly and we got some guys trying to get another guy to go. Actually, he's going out Tuesday to Red Rocks to meet with Linda oh, about good. the gateway. Awesome. Um, so, so what's that been like to kind of see this progression happening and that we've got this little group now and yeah. kind of what's the next plans? Yeah. We've always known that it would be kind of slow going in terms of also, because we have this incredible community inside that, is wonderful and that creates so much opportunity for change and growth and we've been missing that on the outside i mean especially going to prison and seeing the people that participate in our program Um, our former executive director used to always say it was like popeye with the spinach right like when you eat the spinach in your popeye it makes you all strong and like you can take on anything and that's what it feels like when we get to go in and see the people that we're serving And so we've been waiting and we've been so excited to get more people out because our communities will be better with them in it, but also just to kind of boost us up and keep this community going outside. Um, And it's been really, really exciting over the past few months. We have five people out now who are really engaging in the post-release program. Um, And that's a big deal. And it's not easy because like you said, you had support from your family, you had support from friends, Um, you know, you worked for friends right when you got out, you lived with friends right when you got out, and some people don't have that opportunity, and so it's not for them about actually starting or launching their business that they created inside, it's about maintaining a sense of community, being able to engage with people that believe in them and that believe that they can do something different and better with their lives. and then also helping them find access to support services. So whether that's housing or, hey, you haven't filed taxes in 20 years, like let's get you set up with a tax accountant to help you kind of work through that process again. And we're lucky in that we're serving five individuals who are in the community right now. So we're able to really tailor that reentry program to them and their specific needs. Um, and so what's next is figuring out how do we scale that? And as we get more and more people out, how do we ensure that everyone has a highly personalized experience as they reintegrate back in? And then how do we kind of formalize and build some structure around the business incubation program once people get into that? Because you kind of pioneered the business incubation program. We were like, here, talk to this person and this person and pitch at Rocky's Venture Club and let's practice your pitch together. And so creating some formality and some structure around that so that other people can go through it and they kind of have a checklist for what the business incubation looks like. Yeah, like I said, I 
I continue to say how lucky I was with the support that I had, you know, a, a dynamic lady in my life that was a huge, you know, stone continues to be, yeah. um, lots of great friends, like you said, you know, opening their house up, opening their business up so that I, you know, I kind of was able to go pretty easy and without that, I mean, I, it's hard. It's just trying to get your bearings back into life. No, uh, I was kind of lucky. Just kind of fell back back in with some buddies and worked out at a gym, which was great because there was some social side of that. Right. I was able to, you know, kind of further this idea while at the gym, and, and you know, like you said, talk to so and so, build a pitch, do this, go, you know, and, yeah. and it all kind of came together. So right. and here we are, um, just closing on a hundred thousand dollars of financing getting ready to kick off a whole press release and, and social campaigns around art for redemption um, leading up to a crowdfund opportunity for the book just did a direct mailer campaign 550 letters out to 10 states so you know it's happening yeah it's exciting yeah um, and it's uh, at the same time it's nerve-wracking and it's right. you know <laughs> a lot going on I mean that's a typical startup thing but it's 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 you know the extra added pressures of you know still checking in with a parole officer still making your calls daily that you know it's just like oh god okay here I am reading leading a, a pretty dynamic normal life but there's still these claws in that I'm trying to pull out one by one that they they remind you that they're still Got have you know part of your life under dibs so to speak. Right. Um, right. Kind of a little fun question. You know, do you have a hero? Do you, who inspires you? Yeah. Like, who, what? Yeah. Uh, my hero has always been my dad, um, and I'll always be my dad. I shared a little bit about his history um, at the beginning and seeing him. It wasn't even seeing him recover from addiction because by the time I was born, he was sober and had been for a little while. But he lived every day with intention. And he started every morning the same. He made the same bowl of oatmeal um, and read his little daily meditation book. And was always focused on how to make the people around him better. Um, so his entrepreneurial spirit was for cars and he worked uh, in the wholesale business and then ultimately was able to fulfill his dream of buying a car dealership um, and he bought the car dealership and ran it for about seven years um, and he would his mission with the dealership was to take the kids that started out working in the car cleaning bay, doing detailing on cars, um, to transition them through the ranks up to salesmen and then to help them be like, the best salesmen that they could be. That's awesome. And so one of the guys, he used to, two of them, he used to take them if they hit their quota for the month to go buy new Nikes downtown. Um, and I went with them a couple times and it's just, seeing how intentional he was about being a mentor and making his community better through entrepreneurship um, was really inspirational. And my mom was an entrepreneur as well. So I think watching both of them create their own destinies is really inspirational for me. And I never feel like, uh, definitely there's moments where I feel like life is outside my control, but it's more of a core belief that I can live with intention 
um, and create the life that I want to have. And throughout that, I get to create opportunities to lift other people up. That's amazing. That's well, and I think you're doing a good job of it. So thanks. Um, hats off to you for going after it and making it happen. Thank you. What's next for Defy? I, I hear you have some big plans there as well. Yeah, we is, have is a it still lot. kind of is it still kind of <laughs> coming together, or just it's still a, this big idea and it's gonna funnel down into something here, maybe next year. Yeah. Hopefully? Yeah, I think. We have two major goals this year. One is to be really consistent with what we've been doing. We run that eight-month in-prison program. We're serving people who've been released. So maintaining really high-quality programming opportunities for mentorship, continued partnership with the community. Um, we want to make a really big push this year towards fair chance hiring and towards finding employers and educating employers on how they can hire people with criminal histories. Um, so that we get our program participants ready and then they actually have jobs to go to when they get out. Um, so being kind of like tried and true and steady with what we've been doing and doing it really, really well. And then also identifying what our long-term vision is and what we want this organization to be able to do in the next five to 10 years and start to build towards that. Awesome. And um, how can others find you and get involved? Um, and I've got uh, a follow-up to that on a little bit to say on once yeah. you tell people how to find you and get involved. Yeah. So. If you go to our website, www.defycolorado.org, there's a volunteer tab. It's a, I think it says get involved, and then it says volunteer. There's a section that you can read and see if volunteering is right for you. That's... I think the best place to start out engaging with the organization is by actually getting involved in mentoring our entrepreneurs in training. Um, and you can learn all about how to do that on the website. Awesome. And for those of you that are interested, um, like I've said, I don't suggest going to prison ever, but I actually do suggest going to prison with Defy <laughs> and spending a day with individuals that are incarcerated. Um, because I know for a fact it might change your life and I know it will change somebody's day on the inside. It is an amazing experience and for a person that first experienced it on the inside, I can say that um, it definitely made everything a little bit lighter and easier for probably about a month. Um, just knowing that people came and cared and if you get this through this step to the line exercise, I promise you it will open your eyes in a, in a way um, of a human connection that um, you just realize that we're all human, that we're all the same. To some make different choices and we're not very far off from uh, making a lot of the same choices and just some get caught and some don't. So, um, and some get to, you know, a little bit harsher sentences than others. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Parting wisdom. What 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 do you have for a parting wisdom joke or insight or? or I do love a cheesy joke. <laughs> um, well, you know what's funny about wisdom and and advice is that different things speak to different people. So I don't know who's listening that needs to hear this or if this will speak to you or not. But for me, the biggest barrier to accomplishing things is a, a fear of failing. And for me, failing is it not being perfect. 
Um, and nothing I do is perfect. And nothing, I don't think we can ever achieve perfection. So I heard a quote, uh, and that someone, an, an entrepreneur in training inside prison told it to me, which is, don't let perfection be the enemy of good. Right. So whatever it is that you're wanting to do, whether that's volunteering with an organization, giving back to something in a way that's meaningful to you, starting a business, going back to school, whatever that looks like, the rekindling or, or fixing a damaged relationship, like don't let perfection or fear in itself, don't let fear yeah, get in the way. Get in the way. Just do it and try it and if it's not great, then that's okay. And you can figure out ways to adjust and tweak and pivot and, and try it again. Yeah, it kind of goes back to, I think, a conversation we were having yesterday or the day before. Um, progression. It's all about this. If you can continue to make a little bit of progression, and sometimes yeah. progression doesn't maybe mean that you're exactly going forward. You might have to fall backwards a couple of steps to find the next path forward. But that is progression if, as long as you don't let it beat you and keep you down and you'll get back up. Yeah. Um, it's one of the quotes uh, by Breen Brown. Uh, yeah. You know the Teddy Roosevelt quote, it's those that are in the arena that we admire, right? Yeah. So, um, well, Stacy, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah. It's been great. This Thanks has been fun. Um, really fun. I don't know if you heard that last radio interview when I called you out about the interview or not, but, and you are my <laughs> guest number one. <laughs> so, it worked. I'm here. It's yes. perfect. Um, well, thank you very much. Thank and, you. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all have a great day. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Art of Redemption. This is your host, Buck Adams. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, please contact us through artforredemption.com. Art for Redemption is an e-commerce platform for incarcerated artists. We are currently collecting art from artists nationwide to be showcased in the first ever coffee table book for this genre. Check us out at artforredemption.com.